episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected is brought to you by Bridgeside Medical Clinic, Chesapeake Integrated Behavioral Healthcare, and Edgar Casey's ARE. Welcome back to Calm, Cool, and Connected. Anxiety has always been a part of life, and if you have been feeling heightened levels of anxiety lately, then it's okay. It's completely understandable because we are certainly in a very stressful time, and that's why I'm so happy to welcome Jessica Adams, President of Coastal Medical and Psychiatric Services, to the show today. Jessica, welcome. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you so much. Yes. So in terms of anxiety and symptoms and exacerbation, what are some things that you've been seeing lately, and what do you think are the kind of precipitating factors causing the anxiety? I see a lot of people that have anxiety under normal circumstances. And recently, when this pandemic started, people thought it would be a couple of weeks and now we're going on a year. And so there's just some pandemic exhaustion going on. And it's completely normal under these circumstances to feel heightened anxiety, worry. It's leading people from anxiety to depression a lot of times. And just, it's really important to take care of yourself to try to reduce those feelings. And stay healthy. You got it. So just, you mentioned something, the pandemic exhaustion, pandemic fatigue. Mm -hmm. Can you speak a little bit more to what that looks like? Like I said, at first people thought it's not going to last that long. And I have a lot of people that have anxiety anyway, Mm -hmm. and they sit home and watch the news and they're very scared by it. The ticking numbers of deaths and the increasing numbers of spikes. And, and I, think that just the worry associated with staying so much on the TV and is causing sleeplessness and panic attacks and increased worry, which anxiety can cause an increase in heart rate, blood pressure, loss of sleep, loss of appetite, fear of going out. Mm-hmm. Just every one of those things are heightened. And in people that I usually see for mild cases of anxiety or depression, it's exponentially increased. And statistics show that to be true pretty much across the board, even with people that don't have a history. Yes, definitely. And you mentioned keeping that news channel on all the time. Have you, you already have alluded to that, but have you noticed that there's a direct correlation between it tapping into the fears that we all have? Absolutely. Absolutely. Over and over again. And I've had a lot of people that listen and you say, please just stop watching the news all the time, turn on an old movie. The ones that do that tend to have a good response to shutting down that constant feed of negativity. Definitely. So it's almost designating even news intake times. That's one strategy I always like to think about, whether it's first thing in the morning, let me get my quick fix, one time at night. Is that something that you've noticed too, just trying to limit the news intake? Yeah. And I often recommend look at the local news. Get If you're looking for weather and traffic and what's going on in the area, that's preferable than looking at the whole world's problems, because sometimes that's just overwhelming. And if you're just focusing on your own world, your own life and your own community, it tends to help. I love that. I think that is such a great way of looking at it, especially when that overwhelm starts to creep in, because there's so much going on, as we both know right now. (laughs) 
So Jessica, in addition to really focusing on anxiety, I know we've touched on limiting news intake, but what are some other strategies that you often encourage either your patients or clients to utilize just to manage everyday anxiety? Your brain likes routine. So mm -hmm. if you try to get enough rest by going to bed the same time, getting up the same time, the recommendation now is seven to nine hours of sleep per night. And most people don't get that. And it's very hard to train your body to sleep, especially when you're worried and anxious. Making sure that you have a regular bedtime, try your best to get seven to nine hours of sleep at night. Don't do rigorous activity before bed. Try to limit especially things like the TV or video games before bed. Mm -hmm. So getting enough sleep, exercise, which some of this sounds so cliche, get enough sleep, exercise, eat right. But it's but so really true. Mm -hmm. Even 30 minutes a couple times a week of walking or exercise really does release endorphins and serotonin. So it helps you to deal with stress better. Yes. Definitely. And I like what you said. Sometimes it does seem pretty basic and straightforward, but we wouldn't hear it so much if it didn't work. So That's right. attending That's to right. the exercise and sleep, like you've already yeah. suggested. And diet. Another thing is complex carbs instead of simple carbs because they cause inflammation, which makes you more prone to anxiety, feeling unwell. And the fact that we've all been locked in and sitting for a year now doesn't help the weight control thing. So right. protein is good if you don't have a restricting diet. And it's just a matter of keeping yourself in check with your behaviors as much as possible. Yes. Now, I know that there is a lot of information and a lot of people really enjoy weighted blankets for anxiety and even that sensory type experience. What do you know about weighted blankets? Are you a fan? What are your thoughts? I have in hospital settings, particularly with psychiatric patients, mm -hmm. they use those weighted blankets as a means of comfort. It's like a hug, comforting, calming feeling. So I, I have a lot of patients who use weighted blankets and are very fond of them. Another thing that you don't hear as much about is the sad lamps, the seasonal affective mm -hmm. lamps. It's mostly for depression, but it does tend to help anxiety as well, because this time of year, it's difficult to get sunshine and vitamin D and those things. Yes, it is. Definitely. And that seasonal affective disorder is so real. So Jessica, in terms of even environmental type aspects of the treatment of anxiety, have you ever noticed that certain smells or essential oils, things like that, are they a calming agent? They are for some people. Mm -hmm. I've had a mixed bag of that. We've got several people in the office. They use those in their office a lot. And then you've got the patients that are uncomfortable with smells or have breathing difficulties that complain about them. So I'd have to say that's an individual thing. I personally like them, but I don't keep one running in here anymore because I've had patients that were averse to smells. The or smell affected the sinuses or allergies, yeah. things like that. Okay, I do have just a couple more quick questions because I think anxiety is such a hot topic right now. Really so I will, full disclaimer, I love my dog and I feel like my dog, he is not a certified therapy dog, but he might as well be because he brings such calm. What is your take on pets being beneficial to help decrease anxiety and depression. It's funny you ask that because I had mine in here with me five minutes ago, but I took oh, it because I was afraid he would be in my lap trying to, <laughs> but you know, pets are unconditional love. Yes. You know, they're happy to see you when you come home every day. So mm -hmm. you don't ever have to worry about your pet loving you because you've always got somebody that's 
there for you. I think pets are great support for a lot of people. And I have almost all of my patients have pets. I have a person that works here that is afraid of dogs. So I can't bring him to work as much as I'd like to, but it's, I think they're wonderful for most people, especially people that feel lonely or sad or want some unconditional love. Yes, I do too. And pets keep us outside of our own heads. We have to take care of them. Kind of in starting to wrap up a little bit, Jessica, what would be some top indicators that somebody needs to seek out treatment for anxiety or depression? When you feel like you're not able to manage it with all of the tools that I've mentioned and the other tools that you can reach out, look on the internet or whatever, if you're exercising, trying to eat right, and it's still plaguing you, or if it gets to the point where you're starting to feel hopeless and helpless and it's the sadness is becoming deep, the risk of harming oneself is actually greater with anxiety than it is with depression. Mm -hmm. People don't realize that people Mm -hmm. have driving negative energy and people with depression tend to get vegetative. So it's if you're feeling hopeless and helpless or have thoughts of wanting to harm yourself, that would be a reason to seek help immediately. Definitely. And on that note, Jessica, I know that you're the president of a mental health group. Can you share with us how do if somebody happens to be watching this and wants to touch base with you or book an appointment, how does somebody go about finding you? We have a website, cmpsva.com. And our office number is 757-310-6900. That's also on the website. But Can you say that just one more time? Sure. It's 757 757- Three one zero six nine zero zero, and we have therapists here, and we have med managers. I think we have five or six nurse practitioners, and a couple wow. of and a bunch of therapists. So six therapists. So we've got a lot of people here. But interestingly, it's been a busy time, so it may take a week or two to get in, maybe even longer. But yes, we try to accommodate as much as possible. That's a very important point to make that if I, I do believe that if somebody is interested, might as well go ahead and just call today because right now therapy is being very much utilized, psychiatric medication services, medication management. So Jessica, excellent point. I really appreciate you being here with us today and just providing some valuable information about anxiety, treatment modalities, all of the above. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes. And for everyone tuning in, whether you're watching or listening on our podcast, we just want to normalize the experience of feeling anxious in this very anxiety provoking time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please don't forget to share and rate if you are tuning into our podcast so that more people can tune in and receive strategies and information and real life stories here at Calm, Cool and Connected.